0: All right. We're just spirit led this morning. (laughs) Praise God. Thank you, Sonia, for coming. Farthest traveled Ohio. Can anyone beat Ohio? Well, we have Bangladesh online, so, okay, we can't count you online. (laughs) Can't count you online, but praise God. Hey, it's harvest season. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. (laughs) And I won't let Satan have it. (laughs) I'm keeping my joy, I'm controlling my destiny. (laughs) I'm going all the way. You no, know, the scriptures say. Think about this. Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. He counted it as joy. Amen. For the joy that was set before him. So you think Jesus was joyful during his earthly ministry and life? He said, "Forbid not the children to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven." The Lord gave me that scripture this week. For such is the kingdom of heaven, and will always be God's children. You'll never be His adult. <laughs> And childlike faith just simply believes and receives. They don't complicate it. They just simply, if my dad tells me he's going to give it to me, he's going to give it to me. That's it. They were never taught to doubt. Were you? Because you're God's child. And it says you, the just, live by faith. See, we're born believers. Children are born believers until they're taught to doubt. Shame on man. (laughs) Bless God. The Father of us all. The Father of faith. Who created everything by His faith. Light be. Spoken into existence. Light was. It didn't come from nothing. It came from faith. Everything you see. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The proof. The evidence of things not yet seen. We're walking it out by faith. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Isn't it good to live by faith? What a joyful, unknowing at times, surprising, wonderful path of life. God's into parties. <laughs> he's into celebrations. Have you noticed throughout the scripture how many celebrations there are? Old and New Testament that Jesus honored and attended. His first miracle was a wedding. He attended that wedding. Amen. He's not a party animal, but he's a party king. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Joyful. Jesus always has a smile. He's joy himself. And that's now a fruit of your spirit is the joy of the Lord himself. It's not even your joy, even though you've been made that now. But it started with him. It's his joy that's in you. So no man can take what God has freely given. So don't let man steal your joy. It's your strength. If they can take your joy, they got you. I refuse. My favorite saying at age five, keep it happy. I used to go around telling people, keep it happy. Keep it happy. (laughs) Praise Jesus. Keep it happy. We love you too. Translate in Italian. I love you. I love you. I love you all. Bless you. I just interpreted that (laughs) time. Amen! (laughs) Praise Jesus! you all praying in other tongues yet? Are we all there on board with praying in other tongues? What a powerful gift that angels and God hear it perfectly, and the devil does not. Whenever we pray in unknown tongues, we're praying the perfect will of the Father to earth. What a gift that supersedes our natural, carnal, meat-headed mind at times. (laughs) Have you all been meat-headed at times? What was that old word? That old saying? Ah, he's just so pig-headed.
1: That's meat-headed.
0: <laughs> meat-headed. it says the meat-head, Paul the Apostle, the carnal mind is enmity against God. Good thing we vote with our hearts, amen? Good thing we live through our spirit, by our heart, not our heads, amen? Because our heads can miss it. The devil's in the soul realm. He's a flesh devil. He's not a heart. He speaks thoughts, amen? So I don't go by my head. And when the battle's on, I definitely don't go by my head. I shut down my mind with the word of God. And you're spirit-led. Thank God you can always trust your born-again heart. It will never, ever lead you astray. If you have a check in your heart, don't do that. Don't do that. If your head says yes, but your heart says no, say no. Amen. If your heart says yes, and your head says no, Go for it. (laughs) Your heart is the candle of the Lord in which he leads you. That's where you're illuminated. Amen? And praise God for his word where we can renew and illuminate our heads too and have the mind of God and the thoughts of God as well. Praise Jesus for the word. But that inward witness is with you forever knowing what to do what not to do. The green light and the red light It's found in your heart, not your head. So we are spirit-led, amen? Psalm 23, David said, The Lord is my shepherd. Where's the Lord? In your head? He's in your heart. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Where do your desires get met? Where do your needs get fulfilled? Through your heart. In your heart, amen? And then they come out naturally. That's just what faith does. It creates from the heart things to see for others it creates from the heart your words are creating your reality right now you can build an entire kingdom just like God did for others from your heart where God lives a family a business a ministry a home a school from your heart heaven to earth he told us to pray that that was before the Holy Ghost was poured out Father, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Liberty and justice for all. That's a heaven concept. Because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. The only reason this nation's free is because of the blood of Jesus Christ, which it has received. Amen. When we're out of here. It's not going to be very free for long. We're the only thing upholding freedom on the earth. Those who are carriers of Him and His Word. Without us, slavery's coming back. Have you seen glimpses, race wars already, of that? In time events before our very eyes coming to pass? Well, it's written. We're watching the the precursors to the tribulation period, aren't we? To say, I'm not going to be here for it, praise God. But we probably will have a glimpse of it from heaven. And I think that's where the, the scripture says in Revelation, he'll wipe every tear from our eye. When we're watching the ones we didn't get saved suffer. Or the people we didn't reach suffer. I believe that's when the master's going to be wiping tears from our eyes. Because heaven's perfect. There ain't no reason to cry upstairs. Just down here, where the adversary is, who comes to steal, kill and destroy. But there's no adversary in heaven. It's paradise. What God intended the earth to be, before Lucifer came to it. transformed his name to Satan. Lucifer meant morning star. Jesus is called the bright morning star. But well, then his chain name was changed to Satan when he fell. He used to be in charge of the worship in heaven. Now he's in charge of horrible music on earth. <laughs> it's that you can't even call it music. It's just computers now. There's no musician. There's no instrument. It's just computer generated. That's not music. That's just Satan. <laughs> I wonder if everyone will just be a computer <laughs> in the tribulation period. Everyone just turns into robots and computers. <laughs> well, we ain't going to be here for it. <laughs> Say, I'm leaving on the first ship. <laughs> We're leaving on the first boat. But let's just help as many and get as many people saved as we can until we leave. And bring them on with us. Amen? And just keep on loving them and meeting them on their level and raising them up together with himself just like he rose up up us up with them. Amen and just give a hand to someone in need and pull them up together with us, amen, into him. And it says the love of many will wax cold in the end, but those who endure to the end, love till the end, will be sozo, saved in every area of their life, financially, physically, relationally, and spiritually as well. That's salvation in every area of life, not just heaven, not just heaven. That's what the original Greek means. Sozo, saved. Saved in every realm, every sphere of living. Amen. Praise God. We have the ability within us through the King to get people sozo, Saved in every realm of their life. What a powerhouse you are. You see how powerful you are? See what's going to be missing when you leave? What a void. We're the body of Christ. God needs us here as long as we can stay. (laughs) Paul, the the apostle, over 2,000 years ago, probably around 2,000, said, "Um, I want to (laughs) leave. But it's to your benefit that I stay. It's to the world's benefit we're here. But I think every one of us who have Christ in their heart can say, I want to (laughs) leave. I want to be in paradise with him. I want to be with my maker, my master, face to face. But Paul says, but I need to stay. My race is not done yet. And he fulfilled his course and he made it to Rome where he was beheaded. He spoke that. Amen. But well, they couldn't kill him until he spoke that. And they couldn't kill Jesus until the appropriated time. Amen. Everything was fulfilled. Over 300 prophecies were fulfilled by the coming Messiah. It would have been great if it was just one in the Old Testament. That would have done it for me and made me a believer. But 300 Old Testament prophecies Jesus fulfilled when he came to earth. Amen. I don't know about you, but I've seen more Bible prophecy and scriptures fulfilled under Trump's administration than I've seen in my whole life. I mean, things were cranking. You remember how strong the economy was? National debt decreased. We were pumping. And then the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy got in there somehow. That's just what he does. The only thing he does steal, kill, destroy. Steal, kill, destroy. That's all he does. So we have to guard against that. Because he has to steal first before he could ever kill you. He has to steal something from you to get to you first. But if he can't steal your joy, he can't control your destiny. If he can't steal the word from you, he can't control your harvest. Amen. He has to first steal. That's the order. Kill, destroy. It's funny these three parts. Just like God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Just like you, spirit, soul, body. And that's the order of the scriptures. Spirit, soul, body body the devil works backwards body soul to try to get to your heart but your spirit soul body which means your spirit is in charge of your mind and your flesh you'll never be able to control your mind or your flesh until you realize you are a spirit and you were put above your mind and your body See, when you leave, your body drops to the ground. When you leave, your body can't live without you, but you will live without your earth suit. You were created to live forever. That's the real you. So say that with me. I am a spirit, I possess my soul and my body. See, now you're in charge. You're in charge of your mind, you control your thoughts like you're supposed to and we control our bodies not the devil you're in charge of you not the enemy therefore Paul says present your bodies a living sacrifice unto God well pleasing in his sight which is our rightful service meaning it's just right to do this body was bought with a price I'm not in (laughs) charge I'm in charge of it the real me my spirit man my mind's not in charge of it my flesh ain't in charge of my body my spirit is And the stronger your spirit gets, the more conquering you'll be, the more victory you'll have in mind and body. The more you feed your spirit with the Word, the only substance on earth that can feed your spirit is the Word. It's what created your spirit. Amen. It's what sustains it and grows it. The more you're in the Word and feed your spirit, the more victory you'll have in body and in mind. If you see a Christian who doesn't have victory in their flesh, they're just living in sin still like Jesus never died, right? Have you met anyone, carnal, Christian still, who are still dictated by the flesh, who keep following the same patterns of sin over and over and over again in their strongholds in their life? They haven't renewed their heart, they haven't fed their heart, and they haven't renewed their mind to the Word. It's only the Word that can feed them to support their spirit, to grow their heart, to make it stronger, to put them over their minds and bodies so that sin doesn't roll them anymore.
1: Because
0: sin rules in your mortal members. But it takes a strong spirit to put down your flesh and crucify it every day. Amen. Amen. Praise God forever. I will not eat that honey glazed ham. No. And put my flesh under. And I definitely won't have third helpings of the honey glazed ham. I put my flesh all under. Let's just be real. Anyone ever take drugs? Anyone overdosed? Maybe not in the drug realm, but what about TV? Have you ever overdosed on Seinfeld or TV? And felt like you know what after? <laughs> I watched way too much TV. I overdosed. My flesh was in control. And then my mind got warped, and I, woke, I had bad dreams, and I woke up. Where's my family? Because <laughs> I watched a bad movie. Because my flesh indulged in... Five helpings of honey ham. (laughs) And then that led me to watch a bad movie. And then I had bad dreams. And then I woke up grumpy. And then my family suffered. And then I suffered and I said, where's God? And he said, remember the honey ham. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) I left. My flesh was in control. My spirit wasn't as strong as it should have been in that moment. And Proverbs says, the richest, wisest man, King Solomon said, a strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily trouble or harm. So it's a strong spirit that sustains you through tests and trials. It's the strong spirit of a man that puts us over in victory in life. It's the spirit that's in us, amen, that controls the mind and the flesh. And that can only be fed through the word of the living God. You know a carnal Christian is out of the word. Why do Christians leave church? They're out of the word. It's as simple as that. Why do people leave God? They're out of the word. I moved to New York, opened up two mixology bars, was out of church, got out of the word. Why was I led into the world? I got out of the word. And the word led me right back to him again. Once I submitted myself back unto the Word, God never left. There He is. The same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. The Word led me back home. Just think of how many lost sheep out there in the world right now need to be led back home to their Savior and Father this holiday season. And only the Word can do it. The Word can is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. And your spirit's the candle of the Lord. A lamp. He speaks to your spirit through the Word. He builds your spirit through the Word. No victory, no word. That's what separates Christians who are thriving from Christians who are just surviving, is their level of Word. The Word level in them. That's what separates healing from sickness and disease. It's what separates poverty and lack from blessings upon blessings, is the Word. Say that with me. God is my source, but His Word is my supply. Now go with me to Proverbs 4, if you will, and and put your eyes on this, because Proverbs 4 says what to do with Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4:20 brought about my health and healing when I suffered a year and a half from a chronic condition. My body weight went down to 150 pounds. I'm now 200 and I don't something. I just confessed 200. <laughs> I left off the 27, but <laughs> I'm 200 pounds of raw lean muscle mass. That's how I got the two, back up to 200 in the first place. Was my confession back from 150? Amen. My confession made me and it'll make you too but um, praise god say what you want not what you have and keep speaking that you know put it before your eyes so you can run when you read it and when you say it and your body will line up with your words so proverbs four twenty. but this verse did me very much good in that time of chronic illness and infirmity amen Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. I don't want to miss Most chronic conditions are a demon. Most chronic illnesses and conditions. There's a devil at play. And Jesus said you have to first bind the strong man before you spoil his house. So you have to deal with the devil. Jesus gave you the power and authority to do that. Cast out demons. Cast out devils. I know a Christian doctor got his hands on me when I was suffering. And I had a weird twitch from drug use. I would do this a lot. And and I had no idea I was doing it. Until the Holy Spirit showed me it. And my healing began. But a demon, a devil, had to be dealt with. For me to regain my health. The strong man had to be bound. And dealt with. And praise God. God put me in touch with someone who knew his authority. When I didn't. But now I know my authority. (laughs) And now we cast out demons from others. Amen. And we bind the strong man. So that he cannot continue with that chronic illness anymore. Or chronic hearing problem. The devil has to be dealt with. There are little monkey spirits, amen, that need to be bound and told to shut up and bound by you in heaven. So, I urge you to think about that this week. Is there a chronic symptom of any kind, whether it's your finances, your body, someone in your family? It's been going on for way too long. And Lord, show me the spirit to deal with it. Because there were times that Jesus called them by name and asked their names. My name is Legion, he replied. And then he took authority over them and bound it. Amen? So there's times where you need to get in there and find out, Lord, what really am I dealing with? Is it just a sickness? Is it just a pain? Or is it the devil that I need to deal with in my life? Or the life of someone else? And use your authority and take up authority over them too. We just bind those foul liberal spirits in the name of Jesus that are brainwashing their minds. Get away from them. Get away from their minds. I claim their salvation. They're part of my heritage to a thousand generations. They're in my family line. You can't touch them. And you use your authority for someone else. Amen. But I know, and I'm giving account personal testimony, that a devil had to be dealt with for in a year and a half chronic condition for me. And a devil had to be cast out. A Christian can't be possessed, but he can sure be tormented if he doesn't deal with the devil who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So say, I'm a Satan killer. <laughs> say I'm a devil destroyer. And a yoke remover. Amen. Say I have authority to bind and authority to loose. Amen. Oh supercharged Christians who know their authority and people can tell when you walk in the room when you know your authority. They say when Oral Roberts used to arrive to crusade other ministers in the front row who were already in the building said Oral arrived They could sense the authority that he carried. They could sense the anointing before it even entered the building. See, the devil should sense that about you. Your authority before you ever come even in proximity of him. Just like Jesus. Ran to him and bowed down before him. Don't torment us before the time. Please, I beg you, they said. And what did he do? Cast him into pigs. Honey hams. (laughs) (laughs) On my own strength, I could have never tied that story back up. But praise God for the Holy Spirit that leads us into all truth. (laughs) (laughs) Praise Jesus. (laughs) He just makes sense of things, doesn't he, (laughs) Janine? The Holy Ghost. (laughs) It's just so simple with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Lean not on your own understanding. But in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will lead you and make your path straight. Amen forever. And here we are at Proverbs 420. My son, whenever you see son, that's daughter too. Male and female, he created them both. The Bible just uses man over and over again, but man in the Bible literally means mankind. So my son and daughter, give attention to my words. Incline your ear. That's where the Lord was dealing with me on this week. Give your attention to my words. For me, that's my eyes. Where I look has my attention. What I'm looking at. So he's saying, put your eyes on my word. Get them off your phone and put them on my word. Give your attention to my words. Fix your eyes on them. Incline your ear to my sayings. I'm reading the word, and I'm listening to the word. And when I'm on my car delivering, I'm hearing the word. And when I'm cooking, I'm hearing the word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Incline it. Get ready to hear it. I'll wake up ready to hear a fresh word for the day. What are you going to tell me today? What are you going to whisper into my heart today that will just make me leap for joy? I'm intentive. We're inclining our ears to Him. What's He going to tell me today? How's He going to instruct me today? Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them there. Keep looking at them. And then you can go about your day by saying them and still seeing them. Amen? Amen. imaginations (laughs) you got strong imaginations that's why the devil's after the imagination of the men more so i think in my opinion i see the devil highlight and try to trigger men's imaginations more than women's with pictures that's imagination images imagination are images but you can see the word by saying the word throughout your day by stripes i was healed i see it by stripes i was healed I see it. It creates pictures. I see Jesus taking stripes when I say that. Upon his back. By his stripes. I see them whipping him. I was healed. I see my healing. I see my flesh stitching itself up almost, so to speak. Getting healed in that area. When I say it, it presents images and pictures that I see that become real. And then it transforms what is. Through images. Amen. Walt Disney saw Disneyland before it was ever built. Just like God saw you before you were ever made. He saw you first. Images are powerful. Devil ever give you images? Pictures to lead you back into the flesh? Post up a picture of a glazed honey ham? <laughs> See, when I said it, you saw a glazed ham, didn't you? (laughs) Interesting. God moves in pictures. Spirit realm moves in pictures. Man moves with pictures. Blueprints, this house. Every building you ever see, a picture was printed first so that men could follow it. The blueprint. But words are powerful. They create pictures. And blueprints for our lives. So he says, don't let them, the Word, depart from your eyes. Keep seeing it by saying it. Keep them in the midst of your heart. The only way to get it down into your heart from your head is through saying. Is through chewing, meditation means. Chewing on the Word to digest it into your heart. I have to say it enough to where it breaks down for me till I understand it until it gets into my heart and that's when it becomes real and that's when your breakthroughs happen the moment the word hits your heart i just knew the lord just healed me i just received my healing and then i say with my mouth i'm healed it came out of my mouth but it was planted in my heart There's been moments of that where I just say out, I'm healed. The word got down inside of me. This verse right here can do it. Just this verse alone can heal your body. You know, David took five stones to kill Goliath, which represents the devil. But he only used one to take him down and destroy him. You only need one verse. meditated on to get into your heart to change you. That's how powerful the Word of God is. I wish I could get it all in me by the time I leave here. 120 years isn't enough. So that tells me I'm going to be doing that in eternity too. Meditating on the Word of God. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep the word in your heart. Keep speaking it till it gets down inside of you. In your innermost being. For they are life to those who find them. So we search the scriptures. Paul told Timothy, labor in the word. Labor in the word. Search the scriptures. For they are life to those who find them. I went cover to cover in my Bible, suffering for a year and a half with a chronic illness, looking for scriptures on healing, and got 101 of them written down and said them every day. got up running 8 miles a day when I had 10% energy. That was huge. You know, when you don't have health, you appreciate how much health you did have, and how much of a gift health really is. You can't do anything without health. That's why 3 John 2 says, God says, Beloved, I wish above all things you prosper and be in health. Amen. It's hard to enjoy prosperity without health. You know, I've seen people without the Lord who have a ton of money. Hard for them to enjoy it if they ain't got health. Amen. So he says, keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life. Say life. To those who find them. Search for them. Jesus promised you this. In the world you'll have tribulation. That's a promise from God. But. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And he was the word made flesh. John 1.1. 1, 1, that dwelt among us. So we have to find the truth to our circumstance. In every circumstance. Because it's in here. The answer to your problem. Everyone. Everyone. You'll ever face. Is found in here. And we have to search. Until we have the word. To cover the subject. And that's when the subject. Becomes subject to us. Amen. When we have the word on the subject. If you need healing in your body. It says here. Find them. Go find them. They're in here. I was raised in a Baptist church. I didn't know healing was part of my covenant. I didn't know healing words and scriptures were in here. And I had to go find them and search for them and write my own book of them. Healing scriptures and read them over me. But they're in here. The answer to every problem you'll ever face is in here. Just find the word that covers your problem. The word is your solution. It will do the work. Amen. Just find the word on the subject. Find the word to cover your daughter. Find the word over your children. Find the word to cover them. Amen. Your family. Scripture is what works. It works better than I can. The word. Amen. So he says find them for their health. To all your flesh. All of your flesh. That's head to toe. That's every cell. That's every organ. Cardiovascular system, skeletal system, musculars—every system of your body—the word is beneficial for health and literally medicine yes. to all your flesh. Hebrew says, "medicine to all your flesh." I would say, if we are diligent, as disciples should be, because disciple means disciplined one. If we're disciplined to take this medicine every day, you'll never need another one. God says that this word is His medicine. And He's the one who created you. Don't you think He knows better than a physician? Or a pharmacist? The one who created you? Says my words our health and healing to all your flesh. All. <laughs> Keep your heart with what? All diligence. The devil's diligent. He works hard at what he does. So should you. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of your life. Out of your innermost being, out of your heart, out of your spirit, out of the candle of the Lord, your heart, spring all the issues of your life. If we just realized that, we'd be talking way different. (laughs) Out of my heart proceed all the issues of my life. And Jesus said, out of your heart, a man speaketh. What's in us comes out. What's in you right now? Now what you're carrying inside of you, others take notice of. See? If the word's not planted in you, it can never come out of you. But if hate is planted in you, aggression, offense, unforgiveness, it'll come out of you. What's in you comes out. <laughs> We got some prime examples. <laughs> Look around. Go into the world. What's in man will eventually come out of men. Amen. Which is why I don't talk to a lot of people and probably why I still have no friends at <laughs> almost age 40. <laughs> I call you friends. <laughs> but me, Clarissa, we don't have friends. Our families are friends, our children. And Jesus said, if you do what I tell you and obey my word, I call you friend. So we don't talk to people who don't have this in them. Because there's really no conversation, there's no point. What can we relate on? There's no word in them, what can I talk about? Your muscles? (laughs) Nice car, it's all going to burn with fire. (laughs) That's a really nice Lamborghini, you know it's going to burn up soon. (laughs) make for a friendship (laughs) but if they have no word there's no conversation that's why you're not friends with baby Christians they don't have enough word in them yet they can't relate to you and you just can't relate to them (laughs) their word level is so low and yours may be so high amen (laughs) word-filled friends for word-filled friends. Amen. So you'll attract your type. What's in you will come out of you. Have you noticed that? The more you grow, you attract those people as well who are growing. Isn't that amazing? It's like the more money you make, you attract more people who make more money. Or if you reign in health, you attract healthy friends. Or when you build a habit of working out every day, people come around you who work out every day isn't that funny well Jesus said out of the issues of your heart out of your heart proceed all the issues of your life so what's in you right now is working on your behalf good or bad praise God we can get I said this last service and Douglas shared he got a breakthrough from it I said get the weeds off your seeds you may have unforgiveness or offense from someone in the past who hurt you and it's drowning out and blocking your harvest and your life and you have to updig those roots and that's a hard process sometimes to get in there and do <laughs> but if you've ever updug roots from a tree if you're clearing land to plant something new you know you have to get every root otherwise the tree will grow back so you got to get in with the Holy Ghost and pray in tongues until every root's uprooted to plant new seeds. Otherwise, those roots will choke the new seeds, like the word you're hearing now. Can I go there and end with this? Mark chapter 4? Just following the, the leading of the Holy Ghost here. I like what Pastor Art Aragon says, who I'm ordained under. He said, I've never prepared a sermon, I've never preached a sermon, I just preach out of the overflow. He just prepares his heart all week, and then he preaches from what's in him. That's the best. Always a word in season that way. Amen. And just following the Holy Ghost. Just following the Holy Spirit. Just trusting Him. Whatever your endeavor and gift and calling is like, and life is, just lean completely on the Holy Ghost. He's your helper and comforter, and your standby. Whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a singer, a pastor, a minister, it don't matter. Just lean on the Holy Ghost. He he called you there and planted you there. Amen? And he's your strength. And he'll just lead you and he'll make your way easy in life. Amen forever. A father, a mother, a business owner. It don't matter what you are called into doing. Just trust completely on the Holy Ghost. And he'll make it all right. Amen forever. So Mark chapter 4. And this is Jesus' words in red. Jesus said, if you understand this parable, you'll understand how the entire kingdom functions, and we're wrapping up with this. Mark 4.13 is where he explains it. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable of the sower, that the sower sows the word? The sower speaks the word. That's how we sow the word. How then will you understand all the parables I speak? The sower sows the word. 4.14. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear... Satan, the thief, who comes to steal, kill, and destroy, comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. We just read Proverbs. Guard your heart with all diligence. Protect your heart. And takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness. There's a lot of megachurches. They're receiving it with gladness, right? It's fresh. It's new. They receive it with gladness. and they, But they have no root in themselves. They have no truth. They have no word. And so endure only for a time. And then that church don't become so mega anymore. <laughs> it starts to shrink. Because they have no root of the word in themselves. They haven't taken time to plant it into their own heart. Into their own soil. Into their own spirit. And so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises, for the word's sake... Ah, that's a catch. Jesus gives us a key here. Satan's after the word. And if you can steal the word, he can steal you. Amen. Don't let him have the word. He's after the word. Arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble... Now these are the ones sown among thorns, I would say 80% or maybe here. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of life. The cares of this world. The deceitfulness of riches. And the desires for other things, say things. That's over the word. Your desires become more strong for things of the world than the word itself. And now they're choking out the word. They have your attention. You're fixed on them. And the desires for other things entering in. See, things enter in through, through your eyes too. Entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Why some people didn't get their healing and others did not? This is the only reason. Some just stuck with the word no matter what. And others left it. That's the only thing we have in the Bible. That says healed and not healed. Some stayed with it. Some left. Some stuck it out to the end. And I love what Kenneth Hagin once said. If you make a quality decision. To stand forever. You won't have to stand very long. But that decision of the heart has to be there. That I will not move off the word. No matter what. I told God that three times during that year-and-a-half period with a chronic illness. Three times it felt like I needed to go to the ER. I was single. I didn't have a family. I didn't care. I said, if you don't heal me, that's on you. (laughs) Amen. It's all or nothing, God. If you can't heal me, you're not God. God likes that. He likes that form of aggression. The scriptures say, The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. He likes when you present yourself forcibly to the throne room. Because you have a ticket in. Because you use it. What was my point there? Bring it back. Bring it back. (laughs) Anyways, okay. The Holy Spirit will bring it back. just like the honey ham and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. That's the only thing that cuts off your healing, your prosperity is you leaving the word for the cares of this world or the desires for other things. It chokes the word from fully manifesting in your life and in your heart. You have to stay with it to the end. You can't heal me. It's all or nothing. And stuck with it. Amen. And he healed me. Praise God. And I didn't die. Now I have four kids and a wife. (laughs) And I'm still here. Amen. Just stick with the word, it works every time. To those who work it. And it becomes unfruitful, but these are the ones. (laughs) Say, here's us. (laughs) Verse 20. But these are the ones sowed on good ground, good ground, who take the time for the Word, take the time to go to church, take the time to play it on YouTube throughout their week, who take the time for the Word. You're either taking time or time's taking you. It's your most valuable asset, by the way. It's something you'll never get back. Money come and go. Time never does. It's your most valuable asset, so use it wisely, spend it wisely. This is the best investment we can make with it, is in the Word. It has eternal results. Results. Amen. These are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the Word, the Word, not just energetic preaching, or emotional stimulation, or worship for three hours, that just engages the emotions of man and the flesh, but nothing was ever sown into their heart because there was no Word in it. So worship has to have the Word in it, amen, to be called worship. Those who worship Him must must worship Him in what? Spirit and truth, that's the Word. So you're not worshiping God if you're singing songs without the Word in them. They have to have the Word to be true Bible worship. We worship God with the Word. Amen forever i'm just an old sinner saved by grace a worm in the mud here I'm not. you ain't worshiping god you're worshiping the devil there's no word in that worship there's no word in that song therefore god has no pleasure in it whatsoever amen and when you mature you won't either amen But if you sing words like, I am victorious, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and have that overflow from your heart, you'll live blessed lives, amen? And the Word will put you over, and that's true worship, bringing the Word before the Father. I live by faith, not by sight. I cast down the enemy. I'm a victor and more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And make up a little giddy. Just like that. And carry that with you everywhere you go. That'll put a joy in your step. A little pep in your step. Words of life. Words that put you over. Words that feed your spirit. You can make into a psalm. The devil won't help you with that. He lost his position of worship. Amen. But God will. Those who hear the word, accept it. Yeah, that's truth. I believe the word. That's what Billy Graham did before he started his ministry. Laid his Bible on a tree stump in the dark, and say, Lord, I receive this Bible as ultimate truth. I believe every word in it by faith. Now teach me. Change the world. You have to receive the word by faith. You have to mix your faith with it. Amen. Receive it. So he says, those who first accept it, yeah, that's true. It's the word of the living God. I'll make it authority. And bear fruit. Those who hear it, then those who accept it and take it to heart. And bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some 100. This is his parable. The sower sows the word. The words are seeds. Words are seeds. It happened probably twice in the last two weeks where someone said something to me. I don't talk to a lot of people all the time about just stuff where it just grieved my heart everyone had been in a conversation with that someone stranger out in public and you know the profanity word was thrown in there or something and you know the more word in here the more things those those words will upset you when you're you're pure when you have god's word in you and it just and you just replace it with tongues. Just erase it in the spirit. Or if you said something you didn't mean. The Lord always has me go pray in tongues over it, like a white-out. Erase that from history. Erase that, I didn't mean it. I repent. I think tongues will renew the time. Amen, redeem the time. But words are important. They matter. Don't let the world's words go into you. Let them go in one ear and out the other. Like water off a duck's back. I was just telling Douglas, See how happy they are when they pop up on the other side? Those little ducks in the water. Nothing can faze them. Just goes right over their back. No offenses. (laughs) All is well. Amen. In one ear, out the other. Don't take the world's words. Take God's, amen. It makes all the difference. Our diligence in the word. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for this scripture. That is life, health, and medicine. And healing to all of our families. All of our minds. All of our flesh. And life for our spirit. We give you praises for the Lamb's book of life. And our names are written in it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That you wrote our names into yours. Bless you. We're in you. And can do all things through you. Thank you for this election. Thank you. For freedom. Freedom to vote freedom of speech. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, including politicians. Hallelujah. Thank You Jesus. We hold them accountable. Any person who's ever desired a position of leadership They are now accountable if they're in that. Therefore, we hold all of our leaders accountable with standards outlined by your word. And if they don't meet them, we're going to cast them out and put in the ones that uphold it. Thank you, Father, for your force on earth, your saints, who are going marching along to your orders and your word. We vow to uphold your word until we leave this place. Thank you that we can build our lives on it. A rock that will never falter, slip or fade. Thank you for your word on every subject of our lives. That we can build upon health, healing, revival, restoration, marriage, holy unions, and sanctifications. We bless every marriage under the sound of my voice. Thank you, Lord, for what the Lord has joined together. Let no man, even themselves, separate. Bless you. We come against the spirit of divorce in this nation, and in the church that's crept into the church. We curse offense and harshness, and we bind the devil from ever speaking through God's people and God's saints. Lord, your word said, no weapon formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that would ever rise up against us in judgment or condemnation, we would cast down. We do that now. Any idle word, any word of offense or judgment that we ever received into our heart and heed it, We cast down under our feet now. Satan, you're defeated. Thank you, Jesus. And we replace him with words in red. Words of victory. Words of our Master, Jesus Christ. Words that bring life, hope, and restoration and revival. Words that bring health and healing and prosperity. Thank you for giving us the right words. Through your word. And Holy Spirit quicken them to us. That we can speak them when we need them. Quicken the word to our hearts. That we can speak it this week. And see great things and great results. Through our consistency. Our diligence. And our discipline. Bless you. I create more time in the word. Thank you. Thank you. We sow unto you and we reap, cannot give you. Thank you, Father. Father, we pray over our offering today in Jesus' name. I thank you for more to give with, more to bless others with, and more to be a blessing with on this earth. We sow tithes and offerings in Jesus' name and expect our miracle First, the season of miracles. You're speeding things up. We expect our breakthrough with our seed. I put my faith in my tithe, put my faith in my seed, and expect a hundredfold return. We're sowing into good soil where your word is, where your spirit is, where your children are. We bless you. We love you. We worship you. Spirit and truth. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Thanks for coming out. Isn't the Spirit so good? Spirit and the Word work hand in hand. It's always a blessed place where they are. We love you guys. Happy Sunday. Have great weeks, okay? It is November. Harvest season. (laughs) honey (laughs) ham. I am that I am. We love you guys. (laughs) Have a good week.